What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Welcome to Thursday Night Rosky, where we're going to kick it raw, raw, raw style with no Jimmy hat on. And we're going to use the pullout method today's show. We're going to talk about Tim Pool. You guys know him from the Tim cast. There's a clip that of him coming out and saying that high-value men should use shame to get women to change their behaviors. We're going to talk about this particular clip and break down what's going on out here. I don't think this is his wheelhouse at all, but he did have special guests at this particular time, and somebody just clipped a small segment of the show of an interview that he did with Fresh and Fit, and they put this clip out, and it's getting roasted right now, and we're going to take a look at it. His wheelhouse is definitely not relationships and high-value man conversation, but we'll talk about it. Anyway, when we talk about these things, we're not trying to throw shade. We're just trying to give proper perspective on what is real and what is not out there. And shame, shame, shame. We're going to talk about shame um, and the likelihood that shame could work against the modern-day 304. All right, listen, they out here like this. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. I don't think shame's going to work, but uh, we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll try to not normalize body count in the process. But do me a favor, man. Like this stream. This is the best entertainment on YouTube because you ain't here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. New, 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 new. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you are in the be the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than the whole effing show, the Black Moses. Not only that, Mr. EWF, that stands for Every Woman's Fantasy, and the undebatable CGA, Sea God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, Coach Avelli, back in this B.I. We got a great show, man. We got everything lined up. And if you want to contribute to today's show, Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. PayPal. I'm sorry, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. Yes. New, 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 new In fact, there have some, some earlier contributors to today's show. Jay Flo says, if your Dita is exercising, that it must be football season. She's on the practice squad, man. Shout out to her out here. And she can plug a couple of holes. Blocking in the backfield. YouTube trash talker says, here for the edutainment. Thank you, Brett, very much. And then somebody super chatted on the way out. Uh, basically, and I wish he would have super chatted earlier. He basically said that uh, Bootsy, Boots, I call him Bootsy, Bootsy, um, possibly might have been involved in the deletion of the mother's brother. And that is why these skeezers are acting up. All right. That might be, he did it right when I was coming off the stream. And um, that might, you know, listen, he was on trial for something. So, yes, if that is the case, that puts an interesting uh, spin on things. Now, these young ladies aren't saying this now. They're throwing him under the mud, but that's probably because he beat the case. But shout out to Bootsy. All right, shout out to Nest Egg Vault says, keep building, coach. We're going to build, build, build. We're going to keep it going in the building. Corey says, coach, gang, yang in the building as we do. Trying. Indeed. New, 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 new 
All right. Yeah, the skeezer revolt. Yeah, playing. Yeah, that's what he said. Playing. Did he say playing bones with um Tupac? I thought he was saying his his son, but apparently that was throwing a little bit of. Okay. All right. I see. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. If that's if that is the case, I wonder why people aren't talking about. Maybe that's some because they were talking about a rat and all of that. Mm, it's making sense. It's making sense. Shout out to uh, Loud Pocket says 10 because I'm a effing 10, baby. Baby. All right. And then let me check Venmo. Uh, let's see here. He was somebody who was just talking about high value man. High value man. How do, how, how do you get me a high value man, Kevin? We got no government name. BH says your commentary on last night's skits with the normies couples going to Target had me sniggling. When your channels were monetized, were you ever tempted to make normie content? So you can get more views and make more money. No, I actually, nope. <laughs> no, I was not. Uh, but maybe in the, like five years, you know what I mean? Like, okay. But no, I have, was never tempted to make normie content. In fact, I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at it. Did I get, uh, we got, uh, Terrence says, I started watching your show during the 2020 COVID lockdowns. He says, you certainly have a gift for producing funny, entertaining, educational content. Thank you for all that you do to help improve the lives of those who watch your show. Thank you very much. I appreciate that as well, man. Thank you for watching and being here so long. All right. Um, Sweaty Boy says, the other guy they had on there was like White Hafiz. All right. So did they have a monkey simp on there too? They had a monkey simp. <laughs> All right, Mr. O'Neill says, I'd rather give you my bish. All right, what? All right, he says. Yeah, bish. Yeah, bish. All right, she says, uh, hashtag coach gang. Yeah, sometimes, you know. All right, don't try to put her on me, guys. I don't want none of y'all problems and headaches. Oh, we got our brother. Last one in here. We got our brother. We He goes by the name of Ryu, says coach. He's got a lot of words that I can't pronounce. But he says, Sensei Adams, so why they cop? And greetings from the kingdom of Thailand. I recently turned 46. Another year, another blessing for me. This year has been a year of many reflections. It's been 10 years since I retired from the U.S. Army. The 20-year anniversary of the Iraq War as an OIF combat veteran and as a retired Thai kickboxer. As always, good to see you in alive, uh, our alive and well. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Free agent lifestyle forever. Sincerely, in kindness, regards. Ryu, the dragon of the East, U.S. Army retired, and he's in Thailand. All right, shout out to you. Are you an expatriate? I think you're over there, expatriate. But every time you uh, chat, you're in a different island of Asia. All right, sounds like you hop around island hopping. We have some island hoppers out here. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. All right, what a fantastic life, man. I, I'm, I can't wait till I get in about five years. I keep telling y'all that five-year thing, really, because five years is a very important part, right? My kids will be, uh, they'll definitely both be adults, um, and they should be progressing towards something of value, but I'm no longer needed next to them. You know what I mean? So I have a lot more flexibility. And uh, yeah, uh, I can see my ass out in Thailand somewhere, somewhere, maybe a couple of maybe a couple of months out of the year. All right. I got to get back to the show and I'm going to come back to those most recent chats. 
and because uh, I want to continue with the show. Football season's coming up this weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Who's nigga? ready for some football? I'm gonna I'm gonna spark up the CGA Sports Channel. I'm not necessarily knowing what I want to do. That one's got me on hold. I don't know what I'm gonna do here. But CGA Sports is coming back because football season is here. You have college football on today. All right, and it makes me comfortable to have football, at least on the background. Football is fantastic. All right, so whoever your team is, get ready to go. Get raring to go because are you ready for some football? We're going to have football all weekend starting today, and it's going to be fantastic. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, um, let me see if I can pull this up. Um, You know, for anybody who is, I think I got the wrong thing I'm sharing here, so I don't want to share the wrong thing. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I did find it. Okay. For anybody who's ready for your team, who's ready for your team, who likes the uh, New England Patriots, who likes the, um, who likes the Kansas City Chiefs, who likes the Ohio State Buckeyes, who likes Bama, Alabama, Crimson Tide, Roll Tide, Steeler Nation, where's Steeler Nation in the building? What about the San Diego Superchargers? All right, the San Diego Chargers. All right, what about them? What about them Raiders? All right, what about them? We got Premier League going. As a matter of fact, um, I do want to make this announcement about the football season real quick just so I can save uh, a bunch of you guys a headache. All right, I'm going to save you a bunch of guys a headache before we get going here. Um, there has already been a team eliminated from the playoffs. Let's just get this out of the way already. Um, the Dallas Cowboys have been eliminated from the playoffs. Yes, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way now. You know, we're going to save you some disappointment and shit right now. They already been, listen, we ain't going, let's just get this over it, according to this meme. The Cowboys have been eliminated. Again, you know what I mean? Listen, shout out to the Dallas Cowgirls. Uh, listen, don't, 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 don't sweat it too much already. But uh, yeah, they've been eliminated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, listen. Hey, man. Hey. No cliffhangers, you know what I mean? Don't 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 sweat yourself. Don't sweat yourself in here. <laughs> you know, it's our season this year. And it just be like, it's our season. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Cowboys, you already out. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh man, the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't lost. Look at that. The the cowgirl fans is running out of here right now. Hey man, it's all love. It's all love, but I just gotta tell you right now, man, just so you ain't disappointed, this is your fate. All right, anyway. Now the rest of the teams have a chance. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here we go. Oh man, let me see if I can lighten up the uh camera here. It's getting kind of dark in here. Let me see here. Okay. All right. Everybody else got a fair shot. Okay. <laughs> Dallas going to win every year and it's been since 1990 what? 4? 1995? I know it's been longer for us, but it's neither here nor there. All right, we never say it's our year. Let's get to the show. Uh, I think we have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We do have Straggle and Sniggle Theater, so let's get it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we got a woman that's going to give dating advice, and she seems kind of pushy. Uh, these women seem kind of entitled and pushy related to their dating advice. Uh, here she is right here. Uh, take a look at that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, is this the... Oh, the humanity. She's... Oh, my Lord. Okay, what does she have to say here? Um, She's going to give uh some women advice on how to handle cheap men. 
All right, let's play it. Wait, <laughs> what happened? They won't let me play it. All right, hold on for a second. We'll have to refresh the screen. Uh, her facial is not so okay. All right, she needs a she needs a total package facial. All right, so here we go right here. There it is. All of my ladies in the dating pool, let me show you how to redirect your way out of a low-budget experience, okay? This is a potential suitor. He has no number saved because, period, y'all already know how I roll. Good morning. It was great speaking with you last night. I woke up so refreshed. I would love to take you to coffee this week. Does Wednesday work, okay? You cannot take me to coffee or tea on the first date. It's not equitable for me. I don't drink coffee and my perfume costs too much, so don't play. All right, so I hail from corporate America. We're going to use the sandwich effect here. Six years in the C-suite. We about to use this. Okay, boom. So I say, good morning. It was great speaking with you also. It's actually restaurant week coming up. Here's the link. Let me know which one you decide. I'm looking forward to it. So we're going to start off with something good, okay? It was great speaking with you also. I'm not even addressing the coffee, baby. We're going to redirect you in the middle that I'm going to end with something great saying, I'm looking forward to seeing you. We're also putting the ball back in his court because he's a grown-ass man, okay? You need to make the decision. So he goes, I just looked over the options. Let's do Italian. Perfect. So he goes Wednesday at 7 p.m. I'm like, works for me. I'm in Alexandria and I'm not far. If you could pick me up or send me an Uber, that would be awesome because why would you want me working on cobblestone? Why would you want me looking for parking? Sounds laborious to me. Uh-uh. He goes, no problem. I'll send an Uber around 6.15. <laughs> Baby is a new man. He is a new man. And I go, wonderful. Thank you. Ask for what you want. Be polite in your ass. Be a little bit difficult and always say please and thank you. There you go. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Direct your way. Next caller. <laughs> Shout out to Reverend X. Uh, take it easy on the Reverend X. She sounds simply annoying. She sounds simply annoying. And uh, although the advice could be pretty good, this is exactly why she's still dating. She's a pain in the ass. She's super entitled. She is not a likable character. And not even on the looks, like if, if if I'm judging from the looks, certainly I would probably judge that she should be a pleasant person. <laughs> Good Lord. She should be a more pleasant than she is, but she sounds very demanding of black men. You know, this is only black men being treated like this, trying to browbeat uh, her into, uh, he, she's trying to browbeat this black man into submission. I want to see what she looked like below the cleavage line because I'm sure Grimace is calling. Okay, I know she looks like she has a skinny face, but I'm going to tell you that waist is going to look crazy here. Um, listen, she's giving some solid advice, and but she's just so, sounds so damn pushy. Who dates people like this? I mean, what kind of spineless men would date a woman that sounds so pushy like this? All right, um, let's just go here. Uh, let's see what the comments are. <laughs> we got to go to the comment section. My jaw is on the floor. This was masterful. And of course, she says yes. We have um, a woman says yes. This left him feel like he uh, chose or choose or he chose it or he chose it. Felt the my perfume cost too much. All right. This one, Sapphire. Sapphire. Literally, her name is Sapphire. You finessed it. This one, I like coffee dates. Okay, this one says, I like, uh, there's a reason why coffee dates would actually be good. Because um, although I don't suggest them for certain people, certain people coffee dates would be fine because you want to get through quicker. All right, you don't want to be th going through uh, the, the waitress, you know, bugging you 20 times. All right, sometimes you just want to see if you're on and then keep it moving. But that's normally older people. 
Uh, I like it. We got right here while I agree. Okay, I don't mind coffee. This one says, see, I need my own home, not no Uber. Oh, I need my own way home. See, I need my own way home, not no Uber or him paying for me to get home. I'm bringing my car. Ladies, listen to her. They say right here. All right, you see here, a lot of women, listen, uh, the amount of advice that we give women here, it could save their lives. However, they're going to listen to this straggle daggle right here. And this is a girl dating coach, right? Girl game. All right. But uh, as you can see, it is, I think the advice is solid. It's solid. Um, but, but she sounds like a, never mind. <laughs> all right. Let me see yeah, here. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. I don't call people names. All right. I don't call people names, but she sounds miserable. Speaking of miserable, how about this one right here? This one, this woman says she's hard and soft. Mm. Okay, another miserable person here we got to listen to. Let's hear it. IT coming in. I just want to say this. When y'all be talking about hard girls and soft girls and whatnot, I just want y'all to understand that I'm both of them. What you say, Coach? I'm both of them. I can be just as soft, just as submissive, just as loving, just as kind, just as gentle, just as forgiving, just as compromising as anybody else, baby. But the moment that I feel disrespected, the moment that I feel like you're stepping out of line, the moment that I feel like you're trying to take my kindness as a weakness, baby, I know how to enforce my boundaries. I know how to utilize my voice. I know how to utilize my no. Baby, I can be all the way relaxed, but I know how to sit all the way back up and let you know that I am not one of those. Hello, somebody, baby. I'm not hard, nor am I soft. I am both of them. Understand that. Yeah, 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 because, see, some folk don't deserve that soft person. Some folk don't know how to handle that soft person. Some folk will walk that soft person like a dog, and you're not going to do that to me. IT coming in. I just want to say this when y'all. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. See, dudes wonder why, and women wonder why dudes check out the dating marketplace. I just, I honestly believe, for for my taste, 90% of women are undateable, just for my taste, right? They're just not, they're, they're not even in my league, if you will. All right, but, but some people, it just, it's not even worth the stress. It's not even. Uh, uh, it's not even worth the stress to be even to talk to this individual. Like this would be. This is. It wears me down listening to her. This person I would not be compatible with at all. All right. I mean, that's not even on the looks. We haven't even got to the looks. She just way too aggressive. All right, way too aggressive for me. And I know she's probably. Uh, she's a street poet. She's a life coach, a motivational speaker and such. Hey, listen, I listen. It is what it is. Uh, but of course, let's look at the normie women in here. Yes, say that. I always hear that I'm aggressive, but the person saying treats me aggressive. So that's what you going to get, Buki. Okay. Your post is hard. That's your real personality. Okay, right here. I miss you, auntie. Speak on it. Go girl, real talk. Fire, only those who truly understand get the softer side. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Listen, I keep telling people that I absolutely love my ability to operate with the spirit of duality. God gave me, oh, Lord, powerful message. And I'm here for both. Teach, coach, preach it. She the coach. So true, because if you disrespect me, these boots are made from walking. Okay, totally. Me too. Okay, listen, listen I'm just... just, just, just. 
got to get something straight. Let's get this shit straight right now. These older women need to, we already had the one woman, the attorney, uh, tell these women, these women too old to be acting like this. Not only that, they too old to be dating. The towel need to be thrown in. Towel need to be thrown in. They too, they too, they too old and set in ways to try to. <laughs> oh. Man, what a headache. These people, man, who wants to deal with people like this? All right. Are we still on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? We are. So I got to get the banner up. Oh, man. I'm messing up my own show. Straggle and Sniggle. Wait, that's Doom and Gloom. Snap, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Apparently, this man, uh, this black man right here, um, he has a message for anybody that wants to vote for Biden this coming election in 2024. He says he's going to put hands on somebody who votes for Biden. Man, we getting to this point. Let's let Benny Siegel say what he has to say. I'm telling you, listen, let me tell you something. Any of my friends, any of my family, if I see y'all motherfuckers voting for Joe Biden, we gonna have to square up. I don't give a fuck who you is. Oh, Jesus. From male, female, child, we gonna have to square the fuck up. Like this motherfucker really gave Maui $700. Uh-oh. $700 U.S. citizens $700 fucking dollars oh. But you gonna send Billions of dollars To motherfuckers that don't even That's not even American citizens bro mm. Like are you serious The fuck is $700 gonna do They're fucking play, they, Yo they have no home bro mm. Yo, like this shit made me mad, bro. Seriously, if y'all vote, if y'all vote Uh-oh. Democrat this uh, year, what we gonna have to square the fuck up? Oh, seriously, uh, like uh, hey, that's 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 on everything. That's on that's that's on everything. <laughs> we gonna have to square the fuck up. Oh man, he putting paws on people. Shout out to Beanie. All right, all right, Beanie was the name that they gave me. Beanie, Beans, chill out, man. Yo, hey, Beans. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Uh, but I feel your pain. I don't know if we can threaten people with violence. I mean, that might be outlawed uh, in the voting process, training people violently for voting. That's probably not the way to do it, but I understand. All right? I understand if you have to thump on people because they hungry right now. Ninjas is hungry right now. They losing their homes. They can't pay rent. Rent due tomorrow. Student loans due tomorrow. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I can feel that you want to thump on somebody. All right, come on, man. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to tell you to do this or approve of it, but I know the feeling. I wanted to thump on people last time, and y'all was calling me all kind of Uncle Toms. Remember they was talking about Uncle Tom? You are Uncle Tom. You are Trump, Trump. You messed up. Plantation, yo, master. How you feeling about that now? A lot of black folks is fed up, but you know what? They go forget about it. Ninja's going to be out there. Them politicians going to be dancing. They going to be burning up cities in no time flat. Ninja's going to be dying and getting choked out by the police. Probably about by November. You're going to hear the first story. Prediction. Kosher Diamonds in the building. Hold on for a second. Kosher Diamonds in the building, and I hope it ain't me. Right around November, Ninja going to die. All right. By the police. This year, there's going to be a main story. And it's going to be the first one. Some ninja going to get pulled over on his way to t- Thanksgiving. Skitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 boom. 
That's gonna be the first. That's gonna be the first one. That's gonna be the first one. That's the first ninja that's gonna die. And this is gonna be like, oh, they doing it again. All right, they've been they've been killing y'all for a long time for political reasons. Right around November 2023, mark my words, Coach Adamas says, and I hope it ain't me. <laughs> it ain't gonna be me, but somebody got to go in the name of Biden. And then November, and then just gonna be like, oh, okay, all right. Then they're going to choke another one out. February. Ninja going to get choked. February. April. And then by the summer, whoosh, burn this shit up. <laughs> so, hey, he said that happened every day. Hey, everybody stay in the crib November. Don't be doing nothing stupid. Get your registration. Pay your child support. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, but they're going to be one. And it's gonna be it's gonna be three. George Floyd was the third one leading up to the summer of uh 2020. All right, George Floyd was the third one. Who remembers that? Right, I think he was the third or fourth. They tried it on you, and that's basically how the media gets you built up. I think the first one was like Ahmad Arbery. Right, Ahmad Arbery was the first one. It was like this ninja was jogging. LeBron James, he was just jogging on a jog with his Walkman. It wasn't true, but, and then we was like, well, and then it was the dude in Minnesota, I think, and they skitty pop, 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 and the woman, the female cop, I thought it was my taser. She was like, skitty pop, 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 and a boom, 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 all right, and then we was like, yeah, that's messed up. That's messed up, <laughs> and then the next one was George Floyd. They was like, let's wake these ninjas up. Yuck. They was like, yaga. Yep. No, we're we we not. No, 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 no. You guys are going too far back. We're just talking about leading up to the election. We're not going all the way back to like 2016. We're talking about leading up to 2020. Leading up to 2020. The Kenosha dude was during the summer. That was right up. That They was already done that. George Floyd had already been yagged. If I'm not, George Floyd had already been yagged. But they started with Ahmaud Arbery in 20, I to look it up, 2019. 2019, Ahmad Arbery, then the dude in Minnesota with the with the female cop taser was number two. Number three, Floyd. Look it up. Look it up. Skitty Pop. Kenosha was after George Floyd. Look it up. Kenosha was after. That's what made y'all go burn shit up. Yeah, George Floyd was 2020 before the election. Come on, man. I got it figured out. So who the next ninja that's going to be up? Who the next ninja? Yeah, George Floyd was 2020 leading up to the election. Breonna Taylor was not in 2019. What was it? Come on. Breonna Taylor was a long ass time ago. Let me see here. Let me see here. Breonna Taylor. Let me see what year she got. She got skitty pop. Oh, that was 2020. Okay. Maybe I was wrong. Skitty pop, pop, pop. Been a boom, boom, I was wrong. It was 2020. Okay. So Breonna Taylor was before. Let, let's put it in line. Let's put it in line. So Breonna Taylor was 2020. I was wrong. Uh, but uh, when was Ahmaud Arbery? Ahmaud. Ahmaud Arbery family is watching me like, this is fucked up. <laughs> when was he? 2020. Oh, okay. So Ahmaud Arbery, then Breonna Taylor. What was the other one? What was the other one I said? Yeah, okay. And then George Floyd. What, what, when was he at? Was he after Breonna? George Floyd. George Floyd was May. That was the next month. God dang, that's one after the next. So there was three. 
So Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and then I think the Kenosha guy. What's the Kenosha shoot? What's the Kenosha guy? All right. What was his name? Anybody remember his name? Say his name. Uh, what was his name? What, when was he? Jo- oh, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. What, what was he at? I think that had to be summer, no? That was summertime. All right, everybody protect your neck. It was August. Yep, August. Back to back to back to back. So you got, you had February, March, April, then Amar Arbery, I mean, Jacob Blake was August. Yeah. Yeah, man, they had them ninjas, man, lynching y'all asses, ninja. Y'all better, hey. And then what about the dude in Atlanta? What about the dude in Atlanta um, was at the Wendy's and was boxing the police officers trying to take their gun, and then he got skitty pop pop. What was his name? When was that at? Atlanta. Hey, man, we're going to have to put a chart up. We're going to have to put a chart up because y'all did just bad. Y'all better watch out in what month. That was June. Oh, man. So we got February, March, April, May, June, and August. Sheesh. Look, they messing with my stream. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. They messing with my stream. God dang. Wow. Look at that. Yo, man. Hey, protect your neck come February. Cause they could get a ninja. Skitty pop pop. All right, anyway. Look, they messing with my stream. What a what a what a quinky ding. Every time I start talking deep, they start messing with my stream. Oh man, boy, they had y'all gaslit. They had y'all all in y'all emotions. Soon as the summer was over. And by the way, that was during campaign season. Joe Biden didn't say shit the entire time. He was sitting up there with his mask on, remember? He didn't have to campaign. All they had to do was gaslight you ninjas and, and kill a couple. All that's all that, dude, don't tell me I'm met. Don't tell me I'm tripping. Don't tell me I'm tripping. This shit is actually low. We actually looked at it month after the month. Boom, boom. Anyway, and then Joe Biden came out right in October like, if you vote for me, you ain't black. Election year, ninjas gonna get snatched. <laughs> hey, protect your neck. Coach gang, we don't want none of us to be out here getting choked. All right? Or else Beanie Seagull's gonna put paws on you. All right? This dude right here, Beanie Seagull is serious. Yes. All right, here we go right here. Let's get to this one here. Uh, speaking of... We got to get these ladies to understand the importance. You know, there's real life consequences out here. There's real life danger. And here it is right here. Uh, when you're trying to dodge, when you're trying to dodge that bullshit. All right, let's go ahead and play it. Hey, hey. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. Well, I don't think, man, I actually, she simply was not paying attention. I think that's a she. Is that a she? All right, let's play that again. What was she doing, fam? Like, hold up. All right. So they got the running of the bulls. You got this dude standing on the window. She hiding back here. Okay. They hiding behind a pole. All right. 
Bull turns the corner. There she is right here. All right. You see, ladies? I think that's a lady. All right. She dodged out of the way. She's standing there hiding. Everybody else is skedaddling over here. I see. Okay. This all makes sense right now, but let's go ahead and roll the film. Okay. All right. The bull slipped. Everybody's hiding behind poles and whatnot. All right. Let's take a let's take a look at what this dude. Now take a look here. The arrogance, lady. <laughs> Ma'am, ma'am, uh, there is a thousand pound animal, a dangerous one that just walked by you. It slipped. Did you forget? Like, wait a minute. What are you? Th th wait, you're not going to see this through, are you? <laughs> oh, man, ma'am. You, nothing can be that important on that phone right now. Your life is in danger. There's no way you can have anything on that phone important right now. There's got to be something else more important than that phone. I don't know if you don't think there's another bull. <laughs> Yo, and here's the Let's play the rest of the video. <laughs> This is narcissism to the infinite degree. That Snapchat got to be Liddy, fam. Oh, my goodness. Ma'am, look at everybody else. See, remember. <laughs> hey, when I said men's number one job is to protect women, but the primary person who they have to protect women from is themselves. But she all up in the DM. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the picture, the snapshot. Man. <laughs> what the hell are is on your phone right now? Hold up, man. Let's play the video. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> now look, now everybody, here's the crazy thing. I don't know if I can show this on YouTube. Here's the crazy thing. Now, everybody got to come out from hiding and go wrestle this beast. Now, everybody going go to save this one woman. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Let's play it. She survived. <laughs> All right. There she is right there on her back in proper position, of course. Yes. Always, always. Now I got to put myself in danger because you so dumb. <laughs> now you on your flat on your back where you needed to be earlier today. But no, you had to come out here. I want to go out with the bull. And why did you go right there? Like all the men were behind the fence. But no, I'm going to get a good Instagram video. How in the hell? Come on, man. Yikes. <laughs> Let's, I got to see. I got to see. I got to see the video. I got to see the picture again. Hold up for a second. I got to see when the bull ran by her. Look, right here. Okay, hold up. Look. Now, here's the funny thing. Look at this. She's standing right here. Everybody else is gone. She literally like, Olay. She's like, Olay. 
I'm going to just stand here and the bull don't want me. Everybody else is running away. Not her ass. Oh, I'm, I'm smarter than the average bear. <laughs> All right, what happens? All right, bull slip. Look, she took her eye off the bull. Who is she looking for? Who in the, what could be more important right now than this goddamn beast right here? This is the most important thing. You see, everybody's got their eyes laid on this beast. What is she doing? <laughs> She's like, oh. Now, here's the thing. The funny thing. I used to, when I taught, like, you know, girls basketball to the freshmen, this would happen. A defender would try to steal the ball and run past the uh, dribbler, right? The ball handler would drip, dribble in the ball with one hand. Somebody will try to steal the ball and run past them. Now, the girl will keep dribbling like this. Like nobody's behind her. When the, the person, the defender just went by her, for some reason in her mind, she disappeared. She fell into a trap door or something like that. Because she dribbling like this, and then the defender that's behind him comes and steals the ball. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, you didn't count account for that person? You didn't account for that person that flew by you? Where do you think? Where do you think that person went? Are they out of the play now? They out like they flew into jail. <laughs> now, this sums that up. The bull passed her and therefore the bull is gone. It can no longer be a threat. <laughs> so there we are right here. There it is right there. And take a look. She's completely took her eye off of the prize. And she's standing way too casually to have a goddamn bull, a bull behind you. I mean, if the this bull was in a, a acre of me, I would be keeping my eye on it. <laughs> the bull has fallen into the invisible realm. <sighs> Here we go. Easy one. Oh, look at her. She's like, I'm sorry. Where did you come from? <laughs> oh man we're not gonna show her get beat down no more because you know people get sensitive but i mean that is unbelievable that video is unreal to me all right i think i have one more straggle let me see here i do have one more straggle and um apparently the atl barbecue the democratic barbecue is liddy let's take you to the scene uh the democratic fish fry and barbecue is lit he's got a whole bag right here Belly hanging over. You got a people with a Dunlap over here. Okay, here you go right here. Barbecue is Liddy. Let's go ahead and play it. All right, and so you see ninjas is going crazy. All right, here, girls in the biker shorts and the cutoff jeans. All right, everybody's cool here. It says, bro, the Baltimore Young Professional Block Party turned into a situation the lady was um entertaining. Well, let's see what happened. This is definitely the, oh, wait a minute. Oh, who, mama? What in the, bruh? She in heat. This white woman, this sloppy yo. Oh, no. She trying to get one of y'all ninjas caught up. This, look at her. She trying to stand it up. Look, look, she didn't skeet it over here by the speaker. And she got all these ninjas and she want that. You know what she want. Trying. She want that train yang. 
She want that train yang. And look at he laughing, showing all kind of teeth. He got teeth out. Niggas always got to show they teeth. <laughs> and look at her standing there. With, with, oh, look at her back. Look at her back. Oh, look at this sloppy yogurt. But she wants that. Train yang. Let's hit it. Ninja still going to hit. Ninja still going to hit. <laughs> here we go right here. Oh no! Wait a minute, wait, ma'am. Oh, the humanity, ma'am. What are we doing? Hey yo, chill, son. Hey yo. The, look at this soggy, laffy taffy. Oh, look at this sloppy yogurt. Oh, you, ninjas gonna take that down. Let me have a look at these ninjas over here. Got they niggas always gotta show they <laughs> white women. White women in their forties and fifties. They the easiest layup ever. Cheryl. Cheryl. <laughs> And she's sloppy, too. She's sloppy. Trust me, I've had these. I've had these before. I had a steady diet of these too much of them, man. Oh, it's a nasty sight when you get done. Because they done done the nastiest shit ever. All right, but, yo. Why you doing that in front of these ninjas? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, she did. Wow, man. Man, almighty, man. What are we doing? Thirsty ass. <laughs> yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, she's starving, man. What are we? Do oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Cheryl, look at this. Oh man, this is crazy. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> this nasty slop, nasty, and the dude gonna beat the brakes off of that today. This porcelain, this ain't a princess either. This is a porcelain old uh, warthog, I suppose. A ninja is going to have this 10 toes up asapidly, taking it. All right, you're going to have 10 toes up by how nasty this woman is, let me tell you. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Yikes. Man, we need to send it on these. <laughs> Brothers is laughing, but you know there was one ninja's waiting to corner her. They're like, ha, 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 ha. Soon as everybody turned their back, they was like, hey, hey, call me up real quick. This is my number. Give me the number. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, there's a train yang going to be uh, entering the station. Train yang. All right. You know, one ninja pulled her to the side. Hey, uh, yeah. Around the corner. Watched her walk to her car in embarrassment. And then he walked up there. Hey, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Give me the number. Let me give you the number right here. <sighs> we, got a, we got wild people out here. Let's get on with the show. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? My man said on full brick, you know it. He like, I gotta have me that. I gotta have me that. He ain't never had a white girl. He gonna be like, he gonna be turned out after he had that. He was like, yeah. But he can't let no black women see him, see her. He be like, let me help you to your car. All right, help her to the car. Yeah. <laughs> it will be a whole scene alright shame 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 let's get to these super chats what are we doing here we're gonna call you Mr. Jen in the building you got double up he says coach caught the morning show a little bit late today I'm 5 foot 9 and I've never had a problem getting women even taller women as well confidence is everything fellas also secret in court during a divorce is so true secrets in court he says wife ratted out my little side hustle I almost shit myself when she said it, divorce is dirty. So, yeah, man, I mean, listen, a lot of guys, you know, we say five, you know, the six-foot rule, but I've gotten women of all heights, all right? But I've also not, I've also not gotten women because of my height, but, you know, uh, once you're satisfied with who you are, it doesn't matter. 
Um, and that, at my age, it don't matter at all. But yeah, man. Oh man. Uh, yeah. If they know what you're doing, yeah, they gonna rat you out. J uh J G. He says your face listening to straggles had me dying. Thank you, CGA. And I'm hearing a lot of dudes finally shouting out the CGA. Shout out to you, which is about time. All right. Yeah. Hey, they've been ignoring me for five years. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. JC says I'm fixed to put cases on all you ninjas doing Biden. Indeed. Fixing to. Hodge says, if I see 5011 people running in, he says, I'm number 5012. Coach, I'm starting a petition for you to make a new segment called When Women Have No Situational Awareness. Yeah, man. That could be a whole, that could be a whole 10-minute segment. Cause that is outrageous. That might be the most egregious one ever. Jed says, checking her OnlyFans during a bull run. Indeed. Yes. I mean priorities. Right, priorities. <laughs> Rashad Holloway says, 42-year-old divorce. I have three kids, 15, 13, and 11, with a baby mama terrorist. How do I stay focused on my purpose when dealing with parental alienation? My relationship with my children is slipping. Oh, man. Um, it's a tough situation. I mean, I'm dealing with it right now. It's a tough situation. And, um, you know, it's, you know, people don't really care about how fathers think of their children. So, you know. I would say for the most part, try to keep yourself as busy as possible and try to check in with your kids, give them communication devices uh, that that you don't have to go through the woman to deal with. And you can deal with them directly and communicate, try to text them as much as possible and um, and message them as much as possible. Find ways to get uh, get information to them, like birthday cards outside of having it mailed to the baby mama terrorist. Um, even show up to birthday parties, even when you're not invited to drop stuff off. All right. Um, do your best when they're at babysitter houses, crash, crash the party. You're the, you're the father. And, uh, if it gets egregious, take notes and try to take her into court. But let me just tell you, the courts do not deal with mothers and parental alienation. It's a lost cause. It's a lost cause. Courts don't care. Uh, parental alienation is very hard to prove and you don't have time to prove it. You don't have time to prove it, meaning you would have to go take your kids to a therapist. I mean, a therapist, a counselor. You would have to get documentation. You would have to get the kids to co-sign that they've uh, experienced. It's very difficult to prove. And even if you have the proof, um, taking it to court almost does nothing. So you do have a few years left on the clock, which is seven total. But two of the kids will be done in the next uh, three to five years. So once that happens, hopefully... By that point, they have not been completely damaged, all right? And you can keep contact with them. Let me just tell you, even when, even when um, your kids, uh, it, like my kids, I have 50-50 custody of my kids since they were five and six or four and five, right? But then because I moved here, she kind of used that against me, and then I have to take her to court, right? And my son wants to move with me. But my son, it says that they say things to him like I don't, like, I'm not, I don't care about him, right? And he says, sometimes it gets to me. And he's 16. And he comes whenever he wants to come here. We communicate on a daily basis. And he even says, after a while, he starts to think in the back of his head, well, maybe he don't want me. I'm telling you, man, these people, man, these people, uh, women are very lethal in their manipulation of children and men and other women. It's lethal. It's one of the most lethal things that happen because it's it's all words, it's all manipulation. 
lies. It's them being bitter. And nobody really assesses the damage that women do manipulation-wise. They, they don't do it. They just give it a pass. And then, you know, my son comes out. I, you know, he says, you know, we set up our time to come out. And he flies in. He's like, hey, you know, I just, I just sometimes it gets to me. <laughs> it's crazy. They're psychotic. These people are psychotic. Now, the, the reason I have a passion about this is because nobody checks these broads. Here's the problem. Nobody checks them. Nobody punishes them. It goes unpunished. As a matter of fact, they take advantage of it. And they basically steal the kids from you and go to child support. Even the child support court won't call it out. You're like, well, I want to see my kids. And they're like, no, nah, well, the kids aren't over there. And you're like, <laughs> you're sitting there like, what? And then they'll be like, you poor baby. You got to take care of those kids. And he's not sending you money. It is absolutely insane to see. It's insane. Attorneys do not help you. Attorneys ain't going to help you. They're just going to deliver you right to the court so you can get graped. So these mothers are monsters out here. They're evil. They're evil. Not all of them. But they do the evilest shit to children, to the victims, to the people who cannot defend themselves. They do stuff like this all the time. And nobody calls it out. There's, no, there's nothing that happens. Like, what woman has going to jail for parental alienation? Zero. You cannot tell. You, can, you, cannot, you, cannot, um, you, cannot, you cannot punish them. There's no laws in the books for parental alienation. And uh, a lot of kids, as a matter of fact, I wasn't going to share this. But um, their guy, Michael Blackson. Oh, by the way, Tupac went through this. Michael Blackson, the, community, uh, the comedian, he just talked about this. I wasn't going to share it because it's tough to share Vlad TV videos. But Michael Blackson just said on an interview today, somebody shared it on Locals, and he said, um, let me see if I can get you to hear it. I'm going to pull it up because it's basically what we were just talking about. I'm going to pull it up right here. And... Um, He's talking about the mother took the kids from the father when they were in Ghana or somewhere in Africa, Zambia, and the father died looking for him. Let me see here. But this is some evil shit. Now, the evil stuff that men do is talked about to where, so um, I don't want to hear women in here, but what about the men? Shut up. All right. I don't care what you say because men most of the time get punished for their bullshit. All right. Women go unpunished. And there's nothing on the books, the laws that can change it. Let me see if I can pull it up. It was uh, released today. Uh, and, but listen to it. There's something that, uh, let's see if I can pull up the Vlad TV. But sad to hear you're going through this. I go through it. And what I do is I don't panic. I don't, um, I don't give them what they want. You know what I mean? And, you know, essentially you're just going to have to pay. All right, because the court's just going to make you pay anyway. All right, let me... Uh, Pull it up to the mark where he talks about this. And I want you guys to pay attention. This is a guy, but but he gives his mother a pass too. Watch this. He says what he says, but he gave his mother a pass. Watch this. Let me see if I can get to it. Uh, share the screen. Thanks for sharing your story, by the way. All right, you're going to hear audio only. Wait a minute. Oh, is it like, is this synced up? I might have to, um, it might not be synced up. Oh, wait a minute. I see what's happening here. Okay. All right. Detectable. Come on, man. All right. Hold on for a second. I got to get this, man. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to share this, but I'm going to share it here. 
because Okay. Oh, Vlad TV. Okay, they're going to get me. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play it because it won't sync up on my thing here. All right, so here we go right here. After I do my 10 years. But, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so it's, it's it's been great being an American. I'm not going to lie. As much as people want to complain across the world about America, this America that Fair America use. is by far the greatest country in the world. I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I, I think about a lot of times had my family not moved from Ukraine I would be in the war right now. <laughs> There's no Vlad TV. There's no nice fleshy lifestyle. Yeah. I'd probably have a, a gun in my hand shooting Russians. Like, you know, it's so funny. I, it, you know, sometimes whatever God has planned, you got to go with God's plan. Now, mind you, let me take you a little bit back to my history of my life. Here you know, My mother is an evangelist. I remember me being. Uh, fair use. He's going to talk about his mother was a good woman, a.k.a. she was the queen. All right, let me see here. Three, four years old, she gave her life to Jesus Christ and decided, you know, and my father, she said my father was alcoholic and abusive and he didn't want to follow that lifestyle. All right. So I have to stop it for fair use purposes. All right. My mother got turned to God. She followed God to America. The father was alcoholic and abusive. Right. You heard that, right? So now watch this. Oh, by the way, he set his mother up to be an angel. Okay, and then it is now shitted on his father. Okay, this is how exactly how it goes. We're comfortable shitting on the father and pushing the mother up as an angel. But she took the kids from the father. Watch this. My mother had seven kids by my father. She took all seven of us, left my dad, went preaching gospel, going around preaching and whatever and this and that. So fast forward to like now, you know, um, my dad, I probably, since I, I left at three years old, I remember going back to my place when I was like eight years old, and I remember him coming there, and, and you know, I didn't really know who he was that well. And I told my mom, there's a man outside, I say he's my father, you know. And then I remember, like, talking to him for a few minutes, and then next thing you know, we leave, go to, like, another country. and then So she got the kids going all over the world, <laughs> and the dad... When, the, when, when they show up in their territory, the dad comes to see them immediately. And then the mother leaves it with the kids again. Listen. Ended up in America, and then he probably died about 15 years ago. So I, I don't know much about him at all. Mm -hmm. You know? And then, um, and then we recently, you know, now we're all grown. Even my, my sister next to me, you know, we she moved back to Ghana actually recently. She has a son that plays in the NFL. Mm, nice, right? Congrats. She has a son that plays in the NFL. That's uh, Eli. Eli Apple plays. Eli Apple, right? He's now with the Dolphins. Yeah, congrats. And then my sister, you know, went back, went in, I, you know, touring, going around. She she went to go do a research on my father. You know, went to the village and everything. Went to where he was from. You know, because she wanted to know. She know what my mother told us, but she wanted to know for herself what really happened. Because it was if I was three years old, she was probably like a year and a half, you know? So, um, and then she, you know, she let us, she found out that our father, because we thought he was just turning up and didn't care. But then, you know, she found out that he died from a broken heart. You hear that? You hear that, gentlemen? You hear that? So, out of all of that, the kid, the daughter goes back and says, I'm going to go find dad. I want to know the story. Maybe mom was lying. 
And at the end of the day, the dad could not find the kids and died of a broken heart. Of course, he said, oh, he must have been turning up. He must have been screwing. He must have been having fun. He must have not been caring about us. But at the end of the day, you see that? Now, here's the funny thing. I can't play. I didn't realize this clip was that long. So Vlad is probably going to try to get me. But here's the funny thing about this. He even said after this, but he was like, it all happened for a reason. I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be Michael Blackson had my mother not removed me from my father. Now that right there, Ninja. So even he then gave his mom a pass then. He was like, well, everything happens for a reason. She moved me here. I ended up in America and we ended up with a better life. I would have been in Ghana with my dad. It had I, and so he did, still gave her a pass. Well, well, you know, this is what fathers deal with. They wanted out. He don't care about you, and he abused her, alcoholic, and then left it at that, only for the daughter to go out and find out the truth, and the truth is what it is. Wow, man, it's a cold, cold world out here on these fathers, man. It's a cold world on these fathers. All right, uh, but uh, thank you for sharing that, Mr. Uh, Mr. Holloway. Um, shout out to Doxy Trash says, you're going to have a good straggle with the Morgan Wallen porta potty fight. Uh oh. <laughs> Morgan Wallen back in the news. Ay, ay, ay. All right, I want to see that. Pete 144 says, coach for mayor, mayor of New York City. I don't know if I want to be the mayor of Gotham. JP says, Isaiah the prophet 3 and 12. As for my people, children are the oppressors. He says, children are the oppressors and women rule over them. He says, oh, my people, they which lead thee causes thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths. Thanks for all that you do. Shout out to you, man. Hey, the Bible is real. All right. They gave you a whole bunch of game over there. You can believe it or not. All right. But uh, we teaching the righteous path and with a little bit of debauchery, a little bit of debauchery. Let me check PayPal before I get on with the show. Because we got something going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is what it is, guys. It's tough. So I tell you, man, hold on strong. Uh, do a lot of things that distract you. Keep keep giving your kids uh, opportunities to reach out to you. Be available to them. You're going to have to pay some child support to this dirty broad. All right, because she's going to use the system and it is what it is. Emmanuel says, I have some appreciation for you, coach. And I got it. Shout out to you. Thank you. Okay, here we go. It, was it children are the oppressors or the, the, the women? All right, but it says something about the women here. Let's get to the next episode right here. And the section is called, Why Did These Women Cheat? Why did these women cheat? All right, let's start with this woman here. Uh, um, a woman that says she cheated on her husband after losing 100 pounds. 100 pounds, damn. Okay, let's hear it. Here we go right here. Play, play, play. Here's a story. You're married, have a kid, a happy home, and then you work on yourself, lose over 100 pounds, and become unrecognizable, both inside and out. You hang out more and ultimately step out on your marriage. There's hurt, pain, and a divorce. You live life with regret, but your story isn't finished. What I thought at the time was love, I had never felt that before, ever. I have never felt so more desired in my life. Mm. ever 
Was sleeping with your husband difficult? Very. Why? Because I only wanted the other guy. Wow. I'm obviously not yours and you're not mine. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't he want was you mine. He was mine. I'm sorry, honey. He was mine. Does she, how did your husband find out? I confessed. I couldn't sleep. My conscience was eating me alive and I was exhausted. I was ready to leave my baby, leave my family. This was nice. I love y'all. I see y'all on the weekend. I wanted to be with him. Here's a story. Okay, so there you go right there. Now, here's the deal. I've been telling you this for a few years now that men tend to go after women that they think are safe. Um, and in that safety, you tend to say, hey, hey, coach, I like women that are shaped this way. I like women of this race. I like women across seas. I like, well, what you're doing is you're picking a safer option in which you think you have leverage. You think because she's overweight, she feels bad about herself. She's not going to cheat on you. You think because she's an average plain Jane, she ain't going to cheat on you. Guys, ugly ass women will cheat on you. It just don't matter. Now, um, what's happening here is, and I'll show you some data uh, when it comes to people who do, she didn't lose 100 pounds through exercise. She got a surgery more than likely because as you can see, she she gained it back. Uh, it's indicative of, some, of a person who, who did not change their habits. They just lost weight, all right, through a lap band surgery or something like that. And with lap band surgery, the divorce rate is almost 80%. Doesn't matter if it's the male or the female that gets it. When you get lap band, it's 80%. Like it's a guarantee, it's a slam dunk. Because what happens is how you liked her, you liked her, you might have liked her physically and you might have found some safety and security in the fact that nobody, not many men will come after her. Well, that's wrong, okay? But what happened was once she loses the weight, and this could happen from the men's side, but mostly on the women's side, once she loses the weight, then people are going to start talking to her a lot more. And she even admits this. She was like, I was getting a lot of attention and I was eating it up, all right? And what happens is she starts to feel better about herself. Despite what overweight women might say, they might say, well, I feel good. I feel just as good. I like my curves. I like my flaps. I like my soggy titties. They're not, they're lying. I worked in the fitness industry for a long time. A lot of women that came in, they came in and they felt bad about themselves. All right. They was even the ones with the super duper confidence. They still wanted to make that change. Now, the problem is, What's going to happen is as she loses her weight and starts feeling better about herself, she's going to look at you. She's going to look at you and say, although I told you I was happy with myself, I felt like shit and you accepted me. You accepted me when I felt bad. You accepted me when I was overweight and sloppy. You accepted me when we was all eating Jack in the Box three times a day. You accepted me trashing myself. You accepted me when I hated myself. And she cannot look at you legitimately because especially when she starts losing the weight, she says, don't I look good? And you say, yes. Well, what did I look like before? Mm. That's what she's going to think. Well, you were lying to me the entire time because now you say I look good, but you said I look good. Baby, well, you look good at any shape. But the problem is you then messed her head up and she cannot respect you. She can only respect them ninjas going, hey, I would bang that out. Now that, that energy she's been getting was what she's been missing for all her life. She's getting it for probably higher tier, higher quality men. You, on the other hand, y'all eat uh, Haagen-Dazs every night. Okay, not only that, 
when people do weight loss, it typically is one person losing weight, not both. That's also going to hurt too because she's losing weight. And now, oddly enough, you accepted her at her worst. But now as she's losing weight and she's in a better uh, better shape than you, she's like, uh, I, I, I can do better than this. <laughs> I can do better than this. Look at this fat slob. So she's not giving you the same leeway that you gave her physically. So you still eating Jack in the box and she's over there losing weight. She can't respect it. And women don't have the same respect for men. That's just how it is. And this is what happens. And I know people are like, well, not always. 80%, if I need to pull it up, lap band surgery and divorce is really high. Lap band, and she got lap band. But this also, this also qualifies for weight loss, period. Weight loss, period. But I'll pull it up for you, ninjas. I already talked about it. All right. <laughs> All right. I already talked about it until uh, I was blue in the face. And uh, you can find alternative data uh, related to this uh, as well. But uh, let me see here. Da, 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 going up. Of course, we have to get to. Uh, we got to get to. We got to. And I wasn't ready to go with it. But uh, let's see here. Okay. They're not giving me the day. Oh, here it is right here. Here it is right here. Now, you can find alternative data that says something different. Go, go for it. But divorce rate after weight loss surgery. If the person was overweight or obese when the relationship or marriage began, the chances of separation or divorce within two years after the surgery is 80 to 85 percent. Now, I'll give you the I'll give you well, I, well, this is I'll give you the links to these datas right here. I'll give you the links to these datas if you want or you can search it up yourself. But there you go right there. So this is a definitely a risk. It's a risk factor. If, in fact, somebody goes into this, um, let me see here, goes into this uh, endeavor, just like I told you, just like I told you, um, um, just like I told you that um, uh, if you do a remodel of your house, it's going to affect your marriage. And I think I pulled it up and it was like 16% said that the remodel caused stress in their marriage. All right, let me see if I can pull up another one just to back it up. And um, again, here it is right here. Mm-hmm. 80, by the way, it says right here, let me see here, American men and women, 80% of patients who undergo bariatric surgery are female. So you count that in into the divorce rate. 80% of the people who go through this surgery are female. Okay, connecting the dots. Yeah, where is it at? And I wasn't ready to present it. Oh, uh, here it is right here. Here it is right here. Divorce on the radar. It says, because of the drastic changes to the spouse's life and body, divorce is a common uh, thought that enters a relationship where a spouse has bariatric surgery. And we, we just acknowledge that 80% of the bariatric surgery patients are women. But then it says right here, 80 to 85% of patients who were suffering from obesity before or at the time of their marriage will divorce within two years after their surgery. Two years. Similar research has been found by the Department of Psychiatry at the University of Florida, according to Bariatric TV. So there's the sources right there. There's the sources. So when you ask, why do women cheat? Well, especially when there's weight loss. It's a, do it as a slam dunk. I mean, how much more? <laughs> how much more? Uh, um, how much more of a common accuracy do you need? All right. And we'll play the video again. 
just so you can see now when I referenced it, just so you can see now, uh, it's an easy reason. It's an easy, it's easy to see. You're married, have a kid. Uh, there you go right there. You see that? I don't know if she was talking to her ex. I don't know. But there she is right there. You see her? Yeah. A happy home. There you go. And there she is, overweight, while married. So he walked her down the aisle, and look, she's already obese. It's a wrap. Here we go. And then you work on yourself, lose over. There she is now, uh, a little bit slimmer. All right, she's still kind of thick, but there, no, let me continue. 100 pounds and become unrecognizable both inside and out. You hang out more and ultimately step out on your marriage. There's hurt, pain, and a divorce. You live life with regret, but your story isn't finished. What I thought at the time was love, I had never felt that before. Ever. Yeah, so she felt love for the first time because she was thinner and, and people were, uh, more men that were um, approaching her, she was getting more accolades, you know, not just to sleep with her type of thing. I have never felt so more desired in my life. There you go. Ever. Mm -hmm. Was sleeping with your husband difficult? Very. So here's the funny thing about it. He asks, was sleeping with your husband difficult? When you started losing weight and he was still a big guy, was sleeping with him difficult? So it wasn't just the accolades. She didn't see him as attractive anymore or on her level. So she could not have sex with him. Now, let's take it back. Let's take it back. This man probably fornicated with his wife. Yes, I said it. Multiple times, if not hundreds, hundreds of times with her being overweight. And he looked past it. Right? He didn't even challenge it. He said, baby, it is what it is. Now, as soon as you get in shape, yep, ugh, look at her. She's like, I can't do it. Can't do it. Why? Because I only wanted the other guy. Damn, I only wanted the other guy, man. Boy, man, send it, gentlemen, send it. It's a cold, cold, evil-ass world out here. It's an evil world we live in. Again, body positivity for thee. No body positivity for me. All right, just no body positivity. No nothing, no, no benefit of the doubt. All right, let's take you to this right here. I don't know if this is a skit, but it looks pretty real to me. Uh, why did this woman cheat? Let's go ahead and take you. Man confronts, uh, man gets knocked out after confronting cheater. Shout out to the angry man. This is one of his, um, this is one of his uh, uh, shorts here. Here we go. Somebody, what the f***? Steven, no. Who the f*** is he? Steven, why aren't you at work? Somebody, what the f***? Steven, who the f*** is that? You need to go. Steven, I'm so sorry. Emily, what the Stop, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you was coming home, bro. Bro, can you please leave, bro? Bro, me and you leave. being a man, bro. Leave. 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 Oh, Steven. All right, Steven. Uh, shout out to the angry man. Um, as you can see, again, let's just put it in comp. Let's put it again. Look at the woman. She's sloppy yogurt. I mean, she's an average plain Jane. My girl, not my girl. <laughs> All right. And, of course, she laid up in bed with another ninja, and Steven's supposed to be at work. She thought he was at work, 
and she's in the marital bed. I call this the marital bed, whether you are married or not. She's in the marital bed, getting her insides pushed to her esophagus, probably smoking a bong and some weed. All right. And you show up, boom. And you got a two piece and a biscuit afterwards too. <laughs> right. But you picked the uh, pog fat girl. Oh, she wouldn't do it. She lucky to have me. But of course she had another ninja, uh, another pookie pushing them guts. <laughs> oh man. Uh, never try to fight the other dude. He was like, man, I didn't know you was coming back. Neither. Steven, no. Yes, it's over, Mrs. Pink. All right. She's got a pink body. I mean, her body matching the sheets. Okay. Steven, no. Oh, damn. Ninja sitting up. <laughs> Steven, no. Yep, it's over, baby. You got caught. You got caught. Uh, let's continue. What the f is he? Steven, why aren't you at work? <laughs> Oh, man, why aren't you at work? Why aren't you? Is that is that what the first thing that comes to your mind? Why aren't you at work? Steven, no. Okay, why aren't you at work? Uh, Why are you in bed with another ninja? That's the real question. All right. That is the real question, fam. All right, but no. Emily, what the f***? Steven, who the f*** is that? Take a look at the arms, ladies and gentlemen. Again, take a look at the body. This is a what I call a stock factory issued. She's nondescript. Them arms look like, I mean, not a de no definition in the arms, just a chunky pog. I know, no, a pog is sexier. This is a this is a fat overweight woman. Stop. Nondescript, no muscular definition, no nothing. Look. <laughs> Just how ninjas like them. Stock factory issue. And she out here got the nerve to cheat. Miss Piggy style. Yeah. She got the nerve to cheat on you. You like, what? I need to go. Steven, I'm so sorry. Yep, yep. That ain't gonna work. Stop. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were coming home, bro. <laughs> Wait a minute. The dude said, I didn't know you were coming home. Mm, interesting. So you knew you was knocking my girl's vagina out, but. That's what you're saying with your hand smelling like Badussi. You know how you smell after you done been knocking out the Badus. All right. You smelling like a whole Badussi. <laughs> and you trying to shake your hand, man. I didn't even know, man. I didn't even know. You smelling like her insides right now. All right. But now I didn't even know you was coming home. <laughs> Bro, can you please leave, bro? Bro, me and you leave, bro. Leave, bro. Got nothing to do with this between y'all two, bro. Okay, okay, bro. Just leave. Bro, get the, the f out, bro. Steven, calm down. Steven, calm down. Uh oh. 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 You knocked my boyfriend out. Ha 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 ha. Shout out to the angry man. You knocked my boyfriend out. Now you got a two piece. I think Steven lost the match. All right, but. Most of the time, she did you a favor, and that's what the one thing. I know it hurts your heart, but I think she did you a favor. She did you a favor, and I hope that you can get yourself out of the bad financial position. What we have to do is be willing to move on pretty fast. All right, we got almost closing up here uh, to the main event. This is going to be the setup of it, and um, I do have a funny video to show you. It's an interesting video, and does shaming still work? Let's take you to the clip of... um. 
Let's take it to the clip of Tim Pool featuring Fresh and Fit, Myron and um Myron and Walter, Fresh and Fit. And they were on the show with Tim Pool. Now it's a short clip, and I was gonna look at for the long clip, but I couldn't find it. And I'm gonna assume Myron set him straight. But I also said this on the show on Fresh and Fit that shame is gone. All right, shame is not coming back. When I was on their first show, I said we remove shame. All right, and shame is gone. So here we go right here. Podcaster Tim Pool says high quality dudes should start shaming women based on their body count so they change their behavior. Guys, this ship is sailed, fam. Just to let you know, but we'll listen, we'll listen to them right here. Let's see right here. And are saying, we want something different. We don't want the Instagram hoe that I can fly in overnight just to have a quick, you know. That is biology. That's never happening. That's biology. With all due respect, that's never happening. No, 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 see, no hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like, go ahead. I, I, I agree a lot with what he's saying. Imagine if women are only looking at the top eight, nine, ten uh, of, of men. Yeah. If these guys, if guys like you just started shaming women. Uh, do, do they you know you know who's paying for only fans right it's low quality it's lower quality guys yeah 100%. so if yeah. high quality dudes who got really nice watches and pull up in a bugatti and this woman's like yeah i want to come hang with you and he goes, so yeah what's your body count and he goes how dare you ask me that i don't want no hole in my car and he takes off yeah now she's embarrassed she got shut down and more women are going to say if I want a high value man, because only the guys are going to come after me, are going to be high value. So maybe, maybe let's, flip. The, let's be real here. Maybe okay, we're going to turn this into the Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just stop the bullshit right now. That might have been the worst possible advice I have heard on YouTube. That might be the worst. I mean, I've at least he's trying. Most of the guys that are anti-red pill, or if you will, they would just dismiss the red pill content creator. That's the easiest thing to do. Not try to provide alternative solutions. But this is a crazy ass piece of advice. Now, let's just say this is not his wheelhouse. <laughs> This right here is not his wheelhouse. He normally talks about other stuff, mostly related to politics. And, um, you know, I think he's a moderate or a libertarian, conservative. He normally is on that lane. He normally doesn't tackle this type of information. Okay. But this one right here is gone. All right. And I'm hoping, I think at the end you saw Myron and Fresh try to say, you know, the Dreamcast or something like that where maybe he was dreaming, and I'm assuming that he set him straight. But that was insane. Let's talk about it so you can hear it again here, okay? And I don't know if he's married. Is he married? Is he married? Men are saying, we want something different. We don't want the Instagram hoe that I can fly in overnight just to have a quick, you know. Yeah, even this one, even this one. Who are you talking about don't want the Instagram hoe? Who? The high-value man? High value man do use Instagram hoes. I'm just letting you know. Um, they're not going to be like, ew, you're an Instagram hoe. Okay, let's continue. That is biology. That's never happening. That's biology. With all due respect, that's never happening. No, 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 see, no hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like, go ahead. I, I, I agree a lot with what he's saying. Imagine if women are only looking at the top eight, nine, ten uh, of men. Yeah. If these guys, if guys like you. All right. So if guys like you, if these guys, if guys like you. So he's saying to uh, Fresh and Myron, you're the high value guys. 
This is what you guys should do. Now, remember, the other two dudes, they got to be Mary Blue Pill in the Matrix. But Myron and Fresh, this is what you should do. So he's suggesting as these high-value men, he's suggesting that Myron and Fresh are the high-value men, and they're going to shame women against body count. Let's hear it. Just started shaming women? Uh, do, do they, you, know, you know who's paying for OnlyFans, right? It's low quality. It's lower quality guys. Yeah. That's, that, that is false. I, I'm going to one day, I hope to prove that wrong. That right there is false. It is not low quality men that are the only ones paying for OnlyFans. Married dudes like you, I'm not saying it is you, but married dudes like you be paying for OnlyFans because you have to. You have to keep that shit compartmentalized and away from your wife. Okay, it ain't just the low quality dudes. Uh, but that's so he's off base already twice. He's already off base. All right, so let's go right here. Yeah, 100%. so if yeah. high quality dudes who got really nice watches and pull up in a Bugatti and oh man, so if high quality, I'm breaking this down. So if high quality dudes got watches and Bugattis and pulled up to skeezers. I'm hearing the rest. Here we go. And this woman's like, yeah, I want to come hang with you. And he goes, so, yeah, what's your body count? And he goes, how dare you ask me that? I don't want to hold my car. And he takes. <sighs> he pulls up with his watch in Bugatti. I'm, I'm thinking this is a joke. This has got to be a joke. He pulls up with his watch and his Bugatti to a skeezer in Miami. <laughs> You know these girls are skeezers. You pull up. This is what he's going to do here. And then you say, first thing you say is, what's your body count? And then, once the person says, once she says, I won't tell you what my body count, you pull off? Mm. Who think Who think this is working right here? All right. Who who got who got who got any dollars? What color is your Bugatti? <laughs> right here. Who got who got any money that that's gonna solve our problems in the sexual marketplace? Right here we go. All right here we go. Takes off. Yeah. Now she's embarrassed. She got shut down, and more women are gonna say, "If I want a high value man, because only the guys are gonna come after me, are gonna be high value." So maybe maybe Let's, flip. All right. Look at look. Yeah, man. Yeah, Tim. You gotta take that. L, man, you got, bruh, you got to take that L. Yeah, man, that ain't it, man. I'm going to just let you know, man, that ain't it. Give <laughs> mm. <laughs> you a Bugatti. All right, I'm going to try that shit. I'm going to try that. There ain't no way. Hell, this game, this game, man, this might got to be the worst piece of game advice I have ever heard. Right, hold on for a second. Now, let's see what Myron got to say about it. Let's be real here, though. Okay, are we going to tra- turn this into the Dreamcast? Yeah, 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 the Dreamcast. Yeah, the Dreamcast. Um, No, 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 no. Um, And I tried to find a clip where I even explained this on the Fresh and Fit show. All right, in which um, I said that what happened is we removed shame just about on anything. And, in fact, we don't have agency for anything, right? We can just... Pass it off as your psycho crazy uh, in therapy, you know, mental health. And you can just blame that on everything. 
And here's the other part of this. <laughs> here's the other part of this. If if one person does that, the high value man, there's another high value man that'll pay her outright. We know this indecent proposal. I mean, we know this. This is what happens. If you're in Vegas, go to any high level hotel suite. High value men are pulling these girls up, clapping cheeks, sending them back with 650 bucks, and they come down adjusting their bra. It's how it works. You go to Vegas, Dubai, New York, I mean, <laughs> Miami, anywhere around the world, Monte Carlo. You think they're worried about body count? You think they're going to be like, show up in their Bugatti and then show up and then be like, no, nah, we don't want no ski. We're going to shame skeezers. <laughs> There's no way. I'm going to make new content right now. I'm going to make point of view content pulling up in a 9-11 with my watch and going, are you a skeezer? And then pulling off and then watching these women melt in, 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 in some sort of embarrassment. And dude, for every one man that does that, there's going to be 50 guys that ain't going to do it. Dudes just want to get laid. <laughs> just any dudes that want to get laid. And uh, they ain't, there's a lot of dudes ain't worried about body count. And they're not trying to wife up any of these skeezers. Don't, that ship is sailed. They don't have to wife them up. So does shaming still work? The answer is no. I said shame has been removed. I said this in 2019 or 2020 when Fresh and Fit just started. All right. Shame is gone. You can't shame no girl back into doing what we want, right? Yikes. Speaking of, listen to this young lady right here. Listen to this young lady. Check her out. Listen to what she says. Again, she's on the internet getting, getting, shaming herself, making herself look like an absolute jackass. And I guarantee you, she still got dudes, simps, uh, sugar daddies, Pimps, ninjas that's horny, game, ninjas that's going to go right. Dude, what I'm going to show you, there's going to be somebody watching my show that's going to go right and try to find her on her OnlyFans and Instagram right now. Right now. This is why you notice I've set up everything framed so you don't see where the video came from. Because I do know guys, they go from my show even watching my show, they go try to find the girl. They go right to their Instagram, right to their Snapchat, right to their OnlyFans. Hey, coach, I found her OnlyFans. All right, let's listen to what she has to say here. They don't feel shame. Let's play it. Well, okay, so you're not doing it on the first date. No. Okay. That's, Rational. That's weird. You are, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> Coming from the girl who legitimately, I'm not joking, I have asked, the last three dudes I've dated for their bank account info on the first date. Like the login? Yeah. I, I'm actually going to pull up this text. Let me see I the made, bank account. No, right? <laughs> Here, I'm going to pull up this text. This is a guy. I know you talk to rich men too. Yeah. Do a little transfer for us. Come on. All right. So she talks to rich men and she's a skeezer. I mean, she's a rich. I mean, she is what she is. She a sugar baby type. All right. Um, but she talks to rich men. She gets throttled by rich men, but she don't keep them. All right, she got to keep a uh, desk. She got to do a rotation of clients. Let's go. Best friend tag. Give me some. <laughs> so, okay, this guy I met like last month and he's younger. So, but this is how much he has in his account. He's 27 and has that much in his account. Yes, I screenshotted it and sent it to myself. Do you think that's crazy or no? That I do that? 
I feel like you have more than that in your account, so. No, that's his account. I know. That's- <laughs> <laughs> like, what is your intention behind? Okay, so you're disturbed by the number you just saw. Yeah, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I need that. Like, to- <laughs> it's a lot, but like, it's Sophia fucking Franklin. I I totally I totally agree but I don't think it's weird to ask for that kind of information on a first date no but that's the thing is I don't judge people's actions I look at the intention behind it so like why do you ask for that because I only want to date a wealthy guy that has money valid yeah let's play it out again on a first date no but that's the thing is I don't judge people's actions I look at the intention behind it so like why do you ask for that because I only want to date a wealthy guy that has money. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to Tim Pool. Let's go back to Tim Pool. He said date for sale. I mean, listen, let's go back to Tim Pool and see if we can shame them back from being 304s and skeezers. Let's go back. <laughs> the men are saying we want something different. We don't want the Instagram hoe that I can fly in overnight just to have a quick you know that is biology. That's never happening. That's biology. With all due respect, that's never. Yeah. No, no, no. See, see, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like, go ahead. I, I, I agree a lot with what he's saying. Imagine if women are only looking at the top eight, nine, ten uh, of men. Yeah. If these guys, if guys like you, just started shaming women, do they? You know, you know who's paying for OnlyFans, right? It's low quality. It's lower quality guys. Yeah. 100%. So if yeah. high quality dudes who got really nice watches and pull up in a Bugatti and this woman's like, yeah, I want to come hang with you. And he goes, yeah, what's your body count? And he goes, how dare you ask me that? I don't want no hoe in my car. And he takes off. Yeah. yeah. Now she's embarrassed. She got shut down. And more women are going to say, if I want a high value man, because only the guys are going to come after me, are going to be high value. So maybe, maybe, maybe let's, flip let's the, be real here. Maybe okay. We're going to the- turn this. In. Yeah. It's gone, man. We gone. This woman don't care. You think she cares about being embarrassed? All right, she can spit down the back of her throat for a living. More than likely. All right. You think she cares about the guy calling her by body count? Sophia fucking Franklin. I I totally, (laughs) I totally agree. But I don't think it's weird to ask for that kind of information on a first date. No, but that's the thing is I don't judge people's actions. I look at the intention behind it. So like, why do you ask for that? Because I only want to date a wealthy guy that has money. Valid, so you're getting straight to the point. Yeah, I'm not, but I think why it's actually, I fully support all sugar babies around the world. Hey, I, I knew it. Hey. Get him, daddy. How, how did I know? Okay, daddy. How did I knew it? And I haven't watched the whole clip, but I knew it. They ain't embarrassed, Ninja. They not embarrassed. They open for now. They open. They open about it now. There's no embarrassing them, man. There's no embarrassing them. But I think, you know, I have a job. I'm very successful. So I think I have every fucking right to be like, hi, are we on the same level or am I wasting my time? Yeah. People can talk all they want. Yeah. Oh. People can look like they got money. And they got credit card debt. <laughs> especially if they're under 5'10. Like, <laughs> Jesus. If they're under 5'10, yo, hold up. If they're under 5'10, uh, you need to ask for receipts, people. <laughs> but I do that. And if they don't show me, I'll still go on like a second, third date. But I need to know at a certain point. A lot of people think that's just crazy of me to do. I don't think it's that crazy. Also, I'm 30. 
I'm not really trying to just date and fuck around. Mm -hmm. The next dude I'm with, I don't even need to marry him, Leo. I just want him to impregnate me. And that's you. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. All the humanity. <laughs> and that's you well <laughs> well you see where we are man you see where we are i don't think shaming is gonna fix the damn thing shaming is not on the menu you know what i mean they're not coming back we're not coming back from this y'all all right. Well, let me just tell you, she going to get folded up. All right. She can get folded. Let me check the super chats. But that's about it. Oh, man. Shout out to Agent Machine. Seven kids with a woman that finds Jesus will drive a man to drink. Dying of a broken heart means he was trying to take care of his family. All her Bible reading didn't help him. It didn't help him. And he drank to ease the pain. Yep. And she didn't listen to a damn word that the Bible said more than likely unbelievable gentlemen you see out here man you guys are just you guys are it's not all women you, you you guys are becoming it's 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 getting out of hand now it's getting out of hand and they're not acting mimic the second says she's jezebel and delilah all in one unbelievable emmanuel says regarding the cheating gal who got caught cheating she is fat and he is black damn indeed yep and there's nothing that's going to change either of that. And somebody says, I encourage her to do this because some men would be out, would be out of there. All right. I, I don't, I don't mind what she's doing, but the problem is there's a lot of guys that, that are using the hope strategy. Look, the 10th man says people really out here living the hope strategy for real free agent lifestyle for life. The hope strategy. Well, I hear these women. Oh, those are just those. Women. I hope I can find one that's not thinking like this. And yes, are there women out here that aren't like this? Yes. Yes. But where? <laughs> like where? It's, the economy is getting so tough that you're not going to find, you know, even just the, this woman's apparently rich. All right, but the broke ones. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Mm. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. All right, Half Space Wheel Travel says, uh, sorry, coach, I'm high value, so no skeezers allowed, and as you should. All right. Jones G says, appreciate all you do. This info is needed, and it's very much needed. KD, Williams says, Ecclesiastics 25 and 19. All right, somebody pull it up, because if I pull it up and try to read it, I'm definitely going to botch it. But, yeah, I think... Women have uh, men, they're priced out. I, we, we know this. The majority of women are pricing out their potential mates. And this is based on the economics. And so men, you have a choice. You have to adapt. You have to adapt. You can go monk mode. You can go free agent. You can go passport. You can go to the junior college. You can stay clear. You can go, listen, you can move to another country. But it's getting tougher uh, because... A lot of women are in desperate, they're in dire straits. It's not just that they want guys like this. They're just in dire straits. We got, um, we got, uh, wait a minute. 
Oh, um, did I skip somebody? Oh, uh, Deshaun says, I'm confused, Coach. Uh, FNF always preaching about bringing shame back and says we should bring back bullying and calling people stupid. I agree. So it's temple, right? Why FNF say no to what they preach? All, um, anyways, I don't get it. Well, I don't watch them enough to know what they believe. So I don't know if that they were being contradictory or not. And it was a short clip. So I don't know what they said in response. I meant to pull it up, but I ran out of time and I was doing other things, getting ready for the show. But I was going, what I meant to do was pull up the entire clip because that little clip is taken out of context. Um, and we don't know what part of the show they were on. We don't, I don't even know what his, uh, Myron looked like he was jumping in there and going to respond. I don't know what he was going to say. So, um, I think we need to bring back bullying because I can tell you the bully fish story. I think we need to bring back bullying because we, we have bullying now. It's just a different type of bullying, right? So bullying never went away. We just, the weaker people can bully now. Like the characteristics that led people to bully um, also protected people, but the characteristics that led people to bully are no longer characteristics that exist today. Um, they actually talk you out of being that character. But uh, what, what tends to happen is, what tends to happen is people who used to bully are now, uh, the point I want to make is the people who used to bully also protected people. Right, so there were people like, you know, there, let's just take the big football jock. He would bully people, but he also would protect people. Now, what we have is people who bully, but they protect, who do they protect? They don't protect groups of people. They actually, well, they do, but they protect groups of people who end up becoming bullies. Let me give you an example. Um, there's people who protest and block the entire street. And there was a thing that happened last week where these people protested and they would sit in the middle of the street and they would cause all this traffic and um, people couldn't run them over, right? But survival of the fittest in the past, a bigger, stronger, faster individual would just pick these people up and throw them. But because these people tend to use laws and sue you and record you and yell you down and shout you down well, while they're getting their ass kicked, you end up losing. Because for some reason, they think they can do this and, oh, I have a right to silently protest. This type of shit, <laughs> right? These people are bullying. They're bullying people through the use of something to get their point. Now, the honest way to handle that in the past was to wedgie these people. Give them a wedgie, right? Give them a wedgie and kick them in the ass and they won't think twice about doing it. That, that's what's needed, <laughs> right? But now you can't give them a wedgie. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't, and you can't give them a wedgie. They needed a wedgie like 10 years ago. They needed a wedgie like 15 years ago. But they never got the wedgie that they needed, right? They never got put in a place. So then they think they could just do this stuff and you can't just be violent against them. Uh, this is because we've removed that part. You, but, but now they can't have any recourse. How do you deal with them? How do you deal with them? Uh, bullying must be needed back, right? So here, here's, the, here's the thing. They're bullying, but then they're playing the victim. But normally bullies never play the victim. They just bully and they say, yeah, I bullied that person and I got them, got them in order. order. Now, um, yeah, give them the purple nurple and the noogie. All right, that's what you would do to them. And they would have got noogies all their lives and it would have been what it was. But I actually tell you, um, he, says, bu he says bullies bullied because they could 
He says they were asserting dominance to intimidate, which we need. We need dominant people. <laughs> he said that's a cope. In my mind, in my world, we need dominant people and weak links. Everybody needs their, remember, know your role and shut your mouth. All right, know your place. Assert dominance. We need people to assert dominance because most of the time, that assertion of dominance oftentimes protected people. These people were the ones that thrived. Now, some people got put down, but ninjas need to know they's place. <laughs> now, we've gone off the, of course, we've overcorrected, and nobody knows their place. Nobody knows their place. And oh, the bullies were the weaklings, and they were the ones being abused. Okay, keep living that, and look at, the, look at where we are now. No, 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 no. Ninjas need to know their place, <laughs> right? And here it is. The guy's, he, he's, he has a problem. This guy got bullied. He says, then the bullies broke down when someone stood up to them, a.k.a. hierarchy. So you're trying to tell me there shouldn't have been a hierarchy, but now you're telling me when the bully got bullied, then there was a hierarchy. Which one is it? Which one is it? Do you support them? Do you support when somebody challenges the bully? Or do you, what, what do you want? The bully should be challenged. Just because the bully is bullying doesn't mean they stay at the top. Listen, listen, y'all didn't just, yo, yo, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Survival of the fittest. That's how we survived as a species. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Standing up isn't bullying. All right. Listen, who was, who was the bully standing up to? Probably you running your lip right now. See, that's what you're doing right now. You popping off at the lip talking that nonsense, and then the bully stood up and you playing the victim. All right? Now, all of a sudden, you see this? Now, when I give you the wedgie, now, when I give you the wedgie because you running your lip and don't know how to shut up, you see, that's bullying. Because you popping off at the mouth and you ain't making no sense. And at, at a certain time, I have to pop you in the lip. Okay, you ain't making no more sense no more. Pop, shut your bitch ass up. Now, did I bully you or did I put you in your place? See, you thought I bullied you, but I just put you in your place because you should because you won't stop running your mouth. <laughs> he says it sounds like you got bullied. Everybody got bullied, man. See, this is what you see. You see what these guys are doing? Everybody gets bullied. See, that's that's a part of life. Everybody going to get their turn. Come on, man. Everybody gets their turn. Everybody, it's called hierarchy. It's called hierarchy for a reason. Everybody goes somewhere. <laughs> Stop, man. Know your role. Man, be, be, people think like, yo, what, what are y'all thinking? Look, man, pop you in your damn lip. <laughs> Put you in your place. Unbelievable. Everybody get their turn. <laughs> Sweep the leg. These ninjas, man. We got some, we got some. We got some Mitch-ass ninjas in the world today. We got some Mitches. We got some Mitches, man. Look, y'all all protected keyboard gangsters and warriors, and you get outside. Soon as you walk outside and that sun hit your eyeballs, <laughs> sun hit your eyeballs because you ain't here talking shit. All right, listen. There's no solutions, only trade-offs. It ain't going to be perfect, but here's what we're doing. Let me tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story. This is how protecting people from bullying 
actually backfires. Watch this. Let me tell you like this so you can get it. I'll take it from human beings. I'll give it to fish. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to make it from human beings so you can stop being triggered. And I'll tell you to you in the story called bully fish. Are you ready? Bully fish. This is my story about bully fish. There once was a time where I had a big bowl of fish. And I was so happy to get this big bowl of fish. And I could not wait to get home to put my new bag of fish. You know, you get them in the bag and you put them in the water. And you decorate the little bottom of the tank with rocks and seaweed and all of this shit, right? You get their little ecosystem set up. You get a little house where they can run into. So I got my fish. And they're swimming around. But this bitch ninja, you're one of the fish in there. So what happens is you, Mr. B, I wake up the next day and I see one of the fish swimming like this. All right. One of their little fins got clipped. And I was like, why is this fish swimming sideways? So I decided to watch mm, what's going on in there. Who did I know? One of the book, one of the fish turned into a bully. And I was like, yo. What the hell is going on in there? Why are you doing this? So I would bang on the thing, uh, bang on the tank. I would tap the tank. Every time the fish would swim after the little fish with the messed up fin, I would hit the tank. Hey, 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 stop it. Stop bullying. I don't know their ecosystem. I just want them. To stop bullying, I want no drama. I want a utopian fishbowl. But I got tired of it. I got tired of it because the next day I woke up, the one fish that was swimming like this, he was turning white. He was a goldfish. Now his belly's white. I'm like, dude, you're killing the guy. You're killing the guy. So I watched. I was like, I'm going to catch that damn fish. i to catch that fish. I'm going to flush that goddamn fish down the toilet. So I get my little net, I watch, and I I sweep them out there. I take them, pissed off, wham, right into the toilet, flush the damn fish down the toilet. And, of course, now that I got rid of the bully, there's certainly going to be harmony in the utopia in the fishbowl, right? There's certainly going to be harmony. So I rehab the little fish. I rehab him. He's trying to swim. I give him a couple days to get himself right. All right, his belly start turning uh, orange again. His fins start growing in. I start feeding him. He was running, swimming, doing a breaststroke. He didn't have the bully anymore. So as I go to sleep, so as I go to sleep, I wakes up, and there's another fish swimming like this. The other fish. There's another fish swimming like this. It's like, what the hell? I thought I got rid of the bully. Why is there another fish? <laughs> and guess who was the bully? The damn fish that I saved. The fish that I saved is now attacking <laughs> the other fish. I saved you. But what I did was I got rid of the, what, what was happening was he probably was running his fish ass lips to the bully 
and the other bully was smacking the shit out of him, putting him in his place. But I had it messed up. I went for the aggressor, but really it was the shit-talking-ass fish, and he was the real bully. Mm. Keyboard gangster-ass ninja, the one liberal guy, the protest person, the silent protest, the peaceful protest. He was talking shit to the other fish, and the other fish was like, but I got rid of the person here. I got rid of the person who was establishing dominance and order, and he was getting rid of the shit-talker. And I got rid of the bully, and then only for the damn bully fish, the the, the victim fish, turn on everybody else. Mm. <laughs> yep, I say the Antifa guy, I say the goofy guy, I say the keyboard gangster warrior, I say the I say the that's what happened. And I'm sitting here like that damn thing bamboozled me. <laughs> and it's survival of the fittest that's how it works ninja there ain't no utopia out here you either go you either kill or be killed you either win or you either win or you the loser there ain't no second place they're always gonna be somebody that need to take the lead and now hey by hook or by crook you're gonna be the weakling that's who it is and guess what at some particular point somebody gonna jump over that guy it is what it is it is what it is you know what? That's the way the world been working for thousands of years before we showed up. <laughs> All right. But y'all want to save everybody. Stop. Shout out to Zero Fallout. Modern women like the booty warrior. He says, ain't no shame in their game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I remember who that guy is. All right. Uh, in- interesting. Mimic the second says women bully men through the courts. Indeed. Like, you the type of people, you guys are the type of people that be like, oh, nature's so cruel. Why do these animals have to eat each other? You guys. You guys will watch a, a video of somebody that took a moment in nature where a zebra get his whole nose chomped off by the cr- crocodile. Oh, man, this sucks. We need to save the zebras from the crocodile. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me ask you something. Do you realize what you do when you interfere with nature? Do you realize what you do when you interfere with nature? Because we look at it and it was like, damn, that's cold. Maybe we could do something. Maybe we could put up a fence to protect the zebras from getting eaten by the crocodile. Do you know what happens when you do shit like this with your little moral theories? Do you know what you do? You screw up the entire pecking order of the prey and predator. You screw up everything. You screw up. Okay. Why the plants ain't growing over here? Because the zebras are caged up and they don't take a dump over here. And then when the alligators, you screw up the entire balance of the world. You throw not just the zebras off balance and the crocodiles. You throw everything off balance. Everything. You destroy the ecosystem. You disrupt everything. Order has to be taken. It is what it is. Then you start wondering why, you know, chickens ain't hatching eggs. It has something to do, but you didn't realize that you just want to protect the zebras. And now everything is screwed up. (laughs) Everything is screwed up because you wanted utopia. You wanted the zebras to not get their nose chomped off while they ran by the, 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 the crocodile. Well, sometimes the zebras have to get eaten. They've been getting eaten for 10,000, 20, 40, 50, 11,000 years. Let them get eaten. (laughs) <laughs> it's what it is. 
But saving the, trying to control the ecosystem, trying to control the hierarchy, trying to control it, the balance, throws things into chaos. Mm. What we do here, living in these little houses and walls, protecting ourselves from the element with these artificial air conditioning and heat, this is brand new. We've only been doing this for less than 100 years. Little over 100 years. Before this, it was trying to stay alive every day. We tried to stay alive every day. Like, this is all artificial. Your plants outside are artificial. The grass in California is artificial. You live in a facade. You live in an absolute facade. The United States is artificial. It wasn't a, nat- it wasn't a world power until 1940. Before that, we was just could be we could have been lost any of the previous wars and been done. The Civil War, the French Indian War, the Spanish War, and it would have been a wrap. The Civil War, the American Revolutionary War, we just got lucky and now we live in a facade where we think we can control everything with our emotions. Well, sometimes you got to get punched in the lip and get your lip cut with your teeth. It is what it is. <laughs> right? It is what it is. And little do we know, in order to keep this facade going, America punches people in the teeth. But you don't want to bully. We are the bullies. We're the bullies. America's the world bully. And they arm themselves to the teeth to keep your facade up. So you better realize what's what. (laughs) Talking about we don't need bullies. We are the bully. Stop. And the fact that you can say... We don't need bullies. You don't realize that we the bullies. You lost. You don't, you don't understand what we're talking about. This shit can all be gone tomorrow. Anyway, now that you got me on my soapbox, talking about we don't need bullies, and you live right up under, you all get to snuggle at night with the air conditioning blowing because we're the bullies. And we punch people, and we kick them while they're down, and we steal from them, and we do everything. We do everything possible to get, keep your little facade going. Talking about we don't need bullies. <laughs> All right, so here we go right here. We take out leaders. We assassinate people. We do everything, and you don't know nothing about it. As a matter of fact, when I tell you about it, you don't want me to tell you about it. I don't want to hear it. But we, too, we be taking out world leaders like it ain't nothing. We bomb brown people like it's our damn hobby. We steal from the Africans left and right. Hey, stop. Wake up. Wake up. You get to have what you have right now because we're the bullies. (laughs) Anyway, so you better like bullying. Where are we at here? Uh, Lamont says, you could take the week off. She said it clearly. Okay, I don't know what happened to my camera. He says, you can, she said, you could take the week off. She said it clearly. I don't know who said it. Uh, but anyway, enjoy, enjoy your facade. What happened to my show here? What happened to my camera? But you guys got to get real. 
about what you're in right now. And you better count your blessings that America became the bullies in 1945. All right. Because you guys think, man, you guys think, man, this is, you think America been here and been in charge the entire time. Do you realize that from 1770 on to 1945, America was hanging on by a thread? Constant wars. Constant. <laughs> right? Hold on one second. Let me see here. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, let's see here. America was hanging on literally by threat. My, my earphones went out. But you don't know. You got it good. You got it good. All right. Since America right here, American Revolutionary War. The Cherokee American Wars, the Northwest Indian War, just war after war, the Quasi War, the First Barbary War. Look at this war. I don't even know what that is. The War 1812, the Creek War, Second Barbary War, the First Seminole War. What about this one? Indian War, the Winnebago War, Black Hawk War, the Second Seminole War, 18 mid eight, the Texas Comanche Wars. What about this? The Mexican American War to get the territories Texas, New Mexico, California, and Mexico. The Apache Wars, that's when Native Americans were here. Navajo Wars, Bleeding Kansas. All right, well, just look at all these wars. Look at this shit. Utah War, going down. First and second Cortina War. These are just the little ones. And this was on our land. What? Going down here. 1871, the U.S. expansion into Kansas. Y'all got it too good. That was 1871, expanding into Kansas. I mean, there was nothing there. The Buffalo Hunters. What about um, moving down here? Now we're going across the world here. 1900. Now we're going into World Wars. The Second Samoan War. Civil War. Spanish-American War. Philippine-American War. Eight, uh, 1902. The, the 20th century. Mexican Border War. U.S. Occupation of Nicaragua. U.S. occupation of Haiti, U.S. occupation of Veracruz, U.S. occupation of the Dominican Republic, World War I, Russian Civil War, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, Lebanese Crisis, Bay of Pigs, Dominican Civil War, Cambodian War, U.S. invasion of Grenada, bombing of Libya, U.S. invasion of Panama, the Gulf War, Iraq no-fly zone, Bosnian war, war in Afghanistan, <laughs> right? Come on, man. Iraq war, second war, Somalian civil war. You talking about bullions? What bullying are you talking about, fam? <laughs> what are we doing here? You got it too comfortable. <laughs> they're just too comfortable around here aren't they all right but anyway if you look at that list it's been a non-stop every day barbarian at somebody gate <laughs> but now you want nobody to be bullying nobody okay it sounds like while you sleeping comfortably and wearing your coochie sounds like we're tearing shit up 
right? All right, anyway. All right, but come on, man. And there's going to be another one, too. Maryland guy says, Coach, I remember I finally fought back at my middle school bully. He says there's a level of respect with that, and we became friends afterwards and are still friends to this day. That's been taken away from kids now. Exactly. So a lot of people are like, it sounds like you were bullied. I was bullied. Somebody bullied me. I probably would bully somebody else. But most of the time, you got to respect. Sometimes you became friends. I remember first day I was in school in California. Moved my, my mother moved me to California. Uh, first time I learned what Mexicans was moving from the Midwest. <laughs> Soon as I walked up, dude named Fernando started talking that shit. We got to a little scrap first day of school. And we was cool. All the way through middle school. From fifth grade to middle school, me and Fernando was sticking thin. It is what it is. But, you know, most people don't even socialize. Where are we at here? Shout out to Irvin says, I respect you, coach. You keep it real. He says, you always keep it real. Ninjas always try to be cool, acting like they never got bullied before. He says, I got bullied, then I stood up for myself. It's growing pains that men must experience. Some dudes are heard, are hard-headed, but keep preaching. Facts. I never shy away from my losses, man. Listen, I lost. I got bullied. But, but the funny thing is, while I felt I was getting bullied, and I fully take accountability, I got bullied. Guess what? There's people that think and believe I bullied them. Now, here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. That's the same thing as every one of you out here. Your hands ain't clean out here. You get bullied, but at the same time, you be bullying people too. And other people are just looking at you with the same disdain that you uh, hate other people who bullied you. You looking at other people like, oh, I get bullied by you. But guess what? You bullying other people. And you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it, but you are. The fact is, sometimes when you're the bully, you don't realize it. So the person that you wake up every day in fear doesn't even realize they're bullying you. All right. Sometimes that's the case. And when you confront them and you say, you've been bullying me, they look at you and go, what? (laughs) Why? Because they're busy worrying about their bully. They ain't worried about you. It's cyclical. It's just how it works. You're someone's bully. I remember a girl I I went to school with in elementary school. I told you the story. She told me I would say things to her that actually made her feel bad about herself all the way through high school. And this was in fifth grade. She told me this story after she graduated high school. I barely remembered her. I barely remember talking to her. But she said I was her biggest bully. She said, I ruined her self-esteem. I was like, huh? Never thought twice about this person. Never thought twice. But I can name everybody that bullied me and scared the piss out of me. Because I was so worried about them. Possibly, I was hurting other people. And that's how it goes. (laughs) It is what it is. This woman had a mark on my back the entire time. Meanwhile, a whole bunch of people were bullying me over here. So be careful. Before you cast stones and say, well, you were bullied, coach, so were you. And I can guarantee it. I can guarantee you've been bullied. Some of y'all got y'all ass kicked every day. And you want to come over here. (laughs) All right. All right. 
There's people bullying you right now at your job, making you do shit that you don't want to do. Stop. Is that bullying when your manager, who is a peon, talks down on you? Is that bullying? Yes. But anyway. Um... What we got? Super chats. Uh, hiding for people ain't going ain't gonna to solve your problem. Hiding for people ain't going to solve your problem. Like, we hide from people just so we don't get bullied. That ain't going to solve it. Sometimes, Ninja, you need to stick your chest out. Stick your chest out. But people don't want to hear that. You, you want everybody else to solve your problems and shit like this. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, shout out to uh, Mimit the second. She's the Jezebel and Delilah. He says... You can't shame people in a society with no morals. 100%. Mehmet II says uh, women bully men through the courts. I mean, we see this bullying going on all the time. Women bully kids. Men bully kids. You know what we do? We probably bully more kids than we bully anything else. All right, Teron McAdams says Alpha Fish was yelling at Coach like, hey, yo, son, chill, going down the toilet. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Uh-huh. Cesar says someone uh, needs to animate the bully fish story. 100%. Hey, and sometimes you guys think somebody's the bully and they're getting bullied, right? It's, it's kind of what you do. But who do you protect them from? How do you protect them from getting bullied? Hodge says, I tell these vegan pigs, wait, I tell these vegan pigs have been domesticated. That's what you said since the beginning of time. He says they don't realize the pig turns into a razorback in just one month in the wild, which destroys the ecosystem, livestock, and deletes house pets. All right, so there you go right there. All right, so who's trying to protect the pig? Is someone trying to protect them? Yeah. Bob Southey says experience is what happens to you. Uh, Sorry, Bob Southey says experience is not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens to you, and that's somebody he uh, quoted there. Indeed. All right. Freddie, uh, Freaky Fred says, check out why Tim Pool wears a beanie on Reddit. Funniest video ever. He might have to get CGA's haircut special. Okay. All right. Damn. I don't want to diss him, but yeah. The basketball over, the b-ball over, says the undisputed one had to bully Hafiz. He says, whipped him into the ropes and gave him the big boot and then put him in the walls of Jericho. All because Hafiz was talking smack and had to be put in his place. In fact, if you look at how that developed, it might have been a happenstance, but I was set up to be bullied. I don't know if you guys know that. So in that story, what happened at Valuetainment, I was blindsided. Set up to be the, I was the one they made the show around, right? If you look at the show, I was the center of the show. But just so you know, I was completely unaware. I was the only one that did not know Hafiz was there. I think I knew the OnlyFans girl was there. But they were showing clips. They never showed one clip of Hafiz saying anything. They showed two to three clips of me saying something where it was centered around me. And then what happened? I turned the table. I turned the table on them, and they didn't get what they probably wanted, which was some views and to take the red pill guy and, 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 and mess him up. But Hafiz knew I was going to be there. 
So is that bullying? Yeah, I mean, they, they set me up. They had me cornered. They had information that I wasn't privy to. And I walked in to get ambushed. And I flipped it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. Now, if I would have just said, hey, y'all attacking me. Stop the show. Somebody help them. Guess what? If I would have said, somebody needs to stop them from bullying me. Guess what would have happened? Nothing. Mm. Nothing. But since I turned around and I started delivering the punches and kicking them in the stomach and whipping them in the rope, now all of a sudden, because I know how to handle shit and I've been experienced and I know how to deal with shit, now I was able to flip that shit. But if I didn't and I was waiting for somebody to come save me, save me from these bullies. You see the difference? I actually got myself in a position to say, all right, I see what's up. Let me come out of here. This is the victor. And I came in sweats and vans. I literally came unprepared with no weaponry. <laughs> but I came up with the, I put up the Dukes. I used what I had, kept my composure, and flipped it. But because people keep saving other people, you don't allow people to develop those skills. I turned that shit into Adams 316. And there it was. It became a moment. Let people learn. Let people learn. You can't protect them all the time. All right. All these pseudo psychologists out here trying to protect people and you're not letting people develop skills so that when they're on their own, they can protect themselves. All right. So I said, it's time to sweep the leg. All right. To listen. All right. You ain't, you ain't about to take me down. All right. All right. You ain't about to take me down. No, shout out to that. Lamont says you could take the week off. Uh, she said it clearly. What, what, what happened? You want me to take the week off? Yep. I didn't even prep. I didn't even prep. I came in with some busted vans and some sweats. All right. They was all dressed up and shit. I was like, where was the memo on the dress code? All right. Nobody told me I was supposed to wear a suit. All right, okay. All right. And even he tried to, uh, Adam tried to throw a dig in there. Well, you know, we normally dress. I was like, ninja, I didn't know. <laughs> next time tell me all right i wear t-shirts and sweats on my show anyway look i think i was going to share something else but i had groceries delivered so that's going to be it i'm going to share this video tomorrow um it's going to be a controversial video just so you know i'm going to give you a preview i'm going to share this video tomorrow about age gaps all right and it's from which is not old hold on it's from these girls right here this is going to be interesting. These girls have a video on YouTube in which they're saying the proper age gap for these girls look young too, but for a woman 18 and 19 is 15 to 20 years, AKA 35 and 40. Buckle your seatbelt up on this one. It just is going to be like, yo, metaphor. this shit about to be wild. So I'll share, I'll share this story tomorrow. It's going to be a doozy. Mm. They're just going to have me recorded on this one. But shout out to the coach gang. We out. Peace.